we got our top 10 power rankings here today and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and kick you off here so we're approaching the end of the season so I give to you my top 10 NFL power rankings <clears throat> number 10 the Miami Dolphins now I wanted to put the Dolphins higher on this list but you know now they're the seventh seed in the AFC um, they have had some pretty big wins over the course of the season so that was a difficult decision but I think ultimately they need to be number 10 number nine the Baltimore Ravens uh, the Baltimore Ravens were in first place just last week, but them losing Lamar Jackson has really hurt them. So they are number nine. Number eight, a uh, team that's really been on the rise as of late, starting to get some players back that were injured, the Los Angeles Chargers. And at number seven, the first NFC team that I have on here, the Minnesota Vikings. So the Vikings, at one point, I did have them number one after they beat Buffalo. But then the next week they got smoked by Dallas. So you take out that one loss to Dallas. Um, that's obviously a big black eye. But they could uh, could be a lot higher, in my opinion, if they would have just beat the Cowboys. But instead they didn't. And that brings me to number six, Dallas Cowboys. Like I just said, they smoked the Vikings on the road. Um, they, they've been playing pretty well. But as of the last couple weeks, they nearly lost to the Texans when they were 17-point favorites, and they, well, actually did lose to the Jaguars in overtime. So that's why the Dallas Cowboys are six. All right, so I have the very injured Baltimore Ravens at number 10, and I have the hot Jacksonville Jaguars at number 9, taking a little inspiration from Colin Cowherd. He's knocking the Lions. I'm not going to do that. And then at number seven, I mean number eight, I have Cincinnati Bengals. At number seven, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Just feel like um, the reason I have them here is because I just feel like they're really a weird team. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they just can't win the games they need to. And I'm pretty sure it's going to haunt them in the playoffs. And then I got the Vikings at six. Ooh. All right. So, for my number 10, before I say it, I really wanted the Jets to be in this. Me too. I know the record isn't doesn't really show the type of team they are because of the whole quarterback controversy thing. Hey, Zach, I, Wilson, Zach Wilson just bought the entire offensive line motorcycles. Yeah, well. <laughs> he's, trying we'll to buy his way, he's trying to buy his way into the team chemistry. Gosh. Good luck, pal. I think yeah. that ship already sailed. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being said, I can't include the Jets. And honestly, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at number 10. <laughs> now, I know their record isn't very good, but they've been balling. And they just beat the freaking Dallas Cowboys. So I got them at number 10. At number 9, I have the Miami Dolphins. Well, 
I don't really have much to say about them. I just feel like their offense is super overpowered. Um, it's got a lot of speed. The rest of the team, I, I don't know, it's pretty structured. But I got them at number nine. Um, at number eight, where is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, at number eight, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. I know. I know they've been struggling. But I I do believe Justin Herbert is a top 10 quarterback in this league still, despite his statistics and whatnot. He, he's still a gunslinger. Um, and I know maybe maybe the coaches have not been helping him as much this year. But he does have the offensive firepower to make this team roll and win games. Um, where am I? Number seven, right? Yep. At number seven, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I, as is Lamar. I, I feel like as soon as they get Lamar back, they'll be they'll be just fine. As soon as they get Lamar, their whole offense runs through Lamar. Obviously, Tyler Huntley is not Lamar Jackson, but he can make it work. Um, once Lamar's back, that offense is going to be rolling like usual. And then at number six, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I personally left the Chargers off this list because I, I don't think they're good enough to make it. Like, even if they make it in the playoffs, I don't think mm -hmm. they'll make it to the first, past the first round. I think Brandon Staley is holding them back a ton. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, all the, all the pieces you'd put them together and you're like, why is this team not even, like, within a game or two of Mahomes and the Chiefs? Yeah. I mean, we, we all know they have the roster to do it. Their defense is stacked. Their offensive, really good elite pieces. But it it's all going to come together at some point, right? I know. I know the coach is going. What next year? It, it could happen this year. It it could happen this year. I mean, there's still there's still a couple weeks left for it to happen. TikTok, Justin. Yeah. All right, my top five here. Coming in at number five, a team. Yeah, they may have only lost one game so far, but I think they're very beatable, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They are number five on my power rankings. Number four, team that for quite a while has been number one at the top of my power rankings, but... It just seems like there's something missing there. Perhaps a running game would help, and one that doesn't just funnel through your quarterback. I got the Buffalo Bills at number four. They, you know, they have had some injuries. Of course, uh, losing Von Miller doesn't help. James but, Cook season. Yeah, I mean, they got to start running the ball. James Cook has had some okay games, but they need to. I think he's heating up. Yeah, they need to. Need to see more of him i guess um but bill's at number four number three i have the kansas city chiefs now as we saw on sunday there is still 
flaws with this team, as there are with most. Um, one of the flaws apparently seemed to be that they were just flat, which I don't know how you can come out of the gates just flat, even against the bad Texans team. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the Texans had them on the rope. They forced the, they were forced to punt in overtime to the Texans. And, well, the, the Texans just shot themselves in the foot. That was their game to win. So Chiefs at number three. At number two, I have the Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers. They've been cooking. They were on national TV last week against the Seahawks. That game really wasn't that close. Um, I guess you can go ahead and say whatever you want about the Seahawks, but that's a divisional game in Seattle. That was tough, and they still have a great team, and it's very obvious. Number one here. Now, this one is going to be – I hope it creates quite a bit of controversy, but I think this is the number one team, and I guess I'll find out for sure in a couple of weeks if that is proven right when they face the Buffalo Bills. Team that's already knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs this year, the Cincinnati Bengals are the number one team in my power rankings. I hate it. <laughs> Why they beat the Chiefs? Okay, so in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks, we're gonna get to see if they can beat the Bills. If they don't beat the Bills, yeah, they're gonna fall. But this is assuming that they're going to beat the Bills, which I think they definitely can. Not the biggest fan of the Bengals, just to say. I, I, think I know they started off bad, but I still don't think they they can pull it together. I, I think they had too much magic last year. I don't think it'll carry them. I mean they, I mean that's not this team, but they almost lost like every game in the playoffs last year. But Joe, so the man, the magic you're talking about is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is still in the building. They still. Uh. Recreate that magic. It's not enough. Connor, I, I am. I know. I don't. Okay. I actually can't say anything yet because I put out my list. So never mind. But let me just leave you with this, okay? If the Bengals went out, one of those games includes playing Buffalo. If the Bengals went out and the Chiefs lose one game, the Cincinnati Bengals are the number one seed in the AFC. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. The Bengals could be hosting. The, the, quite a slick way to get into the playoffs, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean the AFC would run through Cincinnati after a team after the team started zero two. Be a little bit worried about the Chiefs then, but at number five I have the Finns. I just I'm a big Tua guy. Tua and Tyreek and Waddle, something special, man. I got the Bills next. Connor, you make the points. Um, Eagles at three. Mm. I just, I mean, what can I say? They're a good football team, man. Casual standpoint. Let's hand on to the next one. The 49ers. Wow. That defense is insane. And Brock Purdy's just in the driver's seat. I don't think it really matters who's in the driver's seat of that offense. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it's just, wow. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. And I got Chiefs at one. 
I still think they're the best team. They've Stay held the sp- they've held the spot in my number one spot most of the year. I think there was that one week when Connor, you also had the Vikings at one after the Bills. But yeah, Chiefs. I just Chiefs. Chiefs. Safe pick, Riley. Alright. So I have the Bengals at number five. Um I do think this team is a lot more elite than last year, especially up front in the trenches. Um, I don't know. I I want to take I, – I, I, I like everything that Connor said, but I just don't feel comfortable with putting them at one. Um, he wanted the controversy. He got it. Well, it's not, it's not much of a controversy. I just – I, I love everything he said. I just I, I can't. It's uh, only a controversy if they lose to Buffalo. If they beat <laughs> Buffalo, they will have knocked off the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what else can you say about that? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the only I can't say anything. Else. I'll say I, I'll say it once enough. Not less. Okay, number four, I have Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think. Let me be quiet for a second. <laughs> oh, I don't like the Eagles. Okay. But I like them a lot better than I like the Cowboys. So here we go. I think we're going to find out on – is it Sunday they play? Yeah. I think we're going to find out on Sunday if they're the real deal or not. Because if they can't play without Jalen Hurts, they're frauds. That's all there is to it. I've been saying all season long, I believe they're frauds. They almost lost to the Colts. They all, they almost just lost to the Bears. I think they're frauds if they can't win this game. It absolutely it's they've been grinding my gears all season long. Oh, oh. got that off my chest. Um, moving on at number three, I have the Bills. They need to clutch up. They have all they have. They've let up the high all this hype in the off season to like. They they know what they are. Everyone knows what they are. They're the Bills are the team everyone wants to beat. If they, if they say, oh, we can beat the Bills, then we're Super Bowl eligible. That's what everyone thinks. So at the Bills at number three, they need to stick They need to stick to their expectations and play a lot better. They can't lose games like to the Vikings or to the – I know they're um, division opponents, but to the Jets. Um, they need to play a lot better than they've been playing. Um Especially to Miami. I mean, you're in what I don't know how cold it was, but you're in a blizzard playing Miami. Like that game should be over right away. That's that's very true. Yeah, it should have been a lot bigger deficit than it was. Definitely. Um, at number two, I have the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> I honestly think that whole team is ran by Patrick Mahomes. And that being said, I, he's my MVP for this season. How about um, some Jarek McKinnon? You like some Jarek McKinnon? Yeah, I yeah. Love, he's a great addition. I love me some Jarek McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Vikings legend Jarek McKinnon. Um. Okay, and my number one team, you guys are probably not going to like this. It's the San Francisco 
49ers. I can get behind I that. I can get behind that. But, okay. Is there... I just got a question. Is there a team that stuck out to you guys that wasn't in that list? Um, not really one that stuck out that wasn't in the list. Um, I guess when you said that you thought that we weren't going to like it, I honestly thought you were going to pull something really shady, like throw the Lions in there at number one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't do that. I'm, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, like Riley brought up Cowherd throwing the Lions in there. I don't see it. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah. The roar's been restored. Dan Campbell, man. I think but, everybody just lo- wants to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I was I mean looking it would be nice. I agree. I, I think it would be nice to see the I was looking the at the head coaching uh, – or coach of the year odds, and Dan Campbell's like second or third on the list. I think that's a bit absurd, mm-hmm. riding, the, riding this wave of the but Lions. As we found out, okay, Dan Campbell is kind of becoming what a lot of head coaches are. And then I fell now. Um, you look at Jeff Saturday, you look at Mike McCarthy. They are passengers. They, they definitely shouldn't be in the running for coach of the year. So they're they're kind of sitting there, you know, at the head of everything, but their coordinators are running the show. Which he admitted I guess, it. Yeah, I mean I guess to some extent that's okay. But I remember last year Dan Campbell decided to call plays. And it was a disaster. So I don't know. I mean, I guess coaching isn't all strategy, okay? It's how good are you at getting this group of 53 men every Sunday? Well, I guess it's like 46 that are active. How good are you at getting your group of guys to perform on a any given Sunday? But I just I take issue with the Lions. I mean, they have been so bad for so long. It just doesn't seem right for the Lions to be in the playoffs this year. I think next year, just fine. My opinion, they're overachieving. They were one and six at one point. They've got hot. Okay. But when do they have to turn in the magic slipper? I mean, it, I it's just a matter of time. They'll try to, though, because they feel Jared Goff is more than just a bridge QB. I agree but, with the statement. I so Jared Goff has been good this year, but here's my opinion. So this is getting way down a rabbit hole here. This could be a whole offseason discussion. So if the Lions really think that they're that good, this is the last year of Rams draft picks that they're gonna get. So they're gonna have the Rams draft pick. It's gonna be a top ten pick for sure, maybe even top five at this point. When else are you going to have the opportunity to go up and grab the quarterback? I mean, that that's the thing. I think this about quite a few teams. I mean, if you look at Seattle, they got a couple first-round picks. If Jalen Hurts would have had a bad year, I would have said the same thing for Seattle. It's like they're playing too good for them, so, for them to look at their situation and go, okay, we need to find a long-term solution here because – that rookie contract is very valuable when you can build out the rest of your team instead of paying Jared Goff $27 million to run your offense. I mean, there's a lot of other things you could do with that money, in my opinion. So if I'm Seattle, if I'm Detroit, I'm at least taking a shot at the quarterback. 
I mean, you got two first round picks and both of them are probably going to have a top five pick. So you might as well go get them because you don't know when you're going to have a pick this low again or this I high, mean, I guess. The fact that Gino just made the Pro Bowl, where does that send them into thinking that? I So the Seahawks started off hot. I don't think they're as good as they once were. They're So if you look at the playoff picture right now, they're on the outside looking in. So I think what you need to do is you need to realize we overachieved this year. And I think there's a few teams that fall into this bucket. I mean, you look at the Lions, you look at the Giants, the Jets, teams like that where they overachieved this year. So I think overachieving shouldn't make you look at your situation and go, okay, since we overachieved this year, it should make us want to go out and try to speed up the process. No, you shouldn't do that. You should just realize that you need to stick to your plan and your timeline, in my opinion. All right. Well, I'm glad you got that out, Connor. But what I was asking was, was there a team in your guys' list that was not in mine? Um, I believe, did you have the Ravens? Yep. I, I think mean, you... you guys had the Chargers and I didn't, and I, I stated why, so. Well, both of you had. So you there was. Wait, so you had man. you had the Jaguars in there. So there was a team that you had that I didn't. You oh yeah. You didn't have Miami, did you? I did. You had Miami. Did you? I have... think it was just Jacksonville. You swapped that. Oh no, it had to have been another team. No, because Connor. Yeah. Had... It must have been. Uh, did you have Baltimore in there? Yep. Yeah, he did. Cowboys. Yeah, it was the Cowboys. Oh really? Oh. I respect it. Uh, you know, I have them at. I have not. I have them at number twelve, right below the Jets. Another, I think. I think the Jets could beat them on a good week with Mike. I do. I do think the Jets could beat them. Here's something. Again, it's another off-season topic that I want to bring up. But I was doing a little previewing as to, you know, like next year's schedules. The NFC East, as we know it is not going to be the same next year. We're not going to see all four of these teams in the playoffs, and here's why. Sure. They're going to be playing the NFC West, and they're going to be playing the AFC East. So they're going to be facing some really good teams next year, and they're probably all going to cannibalize each other. So I think this is uh, an interesting thing to look at in the offseason, but, yeah, this is this is the one shot that they're going to have to try to bring it all home. They've had super easy schedules. Like if you look at Dallas and if you look at Philadelphia, I mean, barely beating or almost losing to teams from the AFC South. The Texans played the Eagles really close for like three and a half quarters. Um, And then like Braden, you said, Eagles beat the Colts by one point. So same said by the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both. I think that whole division. They were playing with the Colts all game long until the fourth quarter when everything went to crap for for Indianapolis. Yeah. It was like within the last two minutes, right? Or less. That's an overstatement, but within the last final minutes. And then their NFC division that they played this year was the North. And frankly, I don't think you can really look at 
any of those teams and think that they're unbeatable. So right. they had easy schedules this year. Good for them. They made the most of it, but I think next year's going to be a lot different. Well, that's enough for my rants here today. Now, if you want to see more of my rants, go ahead and check us out. Um, basically anywhere you can get your podcasts, like, subscribe, and comment, and the three of us will be back with you probably again sometime this week. See you later.